Sentire Media. Ciao a tutti, this is News Cappuccino. E non dire più quelle cose che hai detto. I've entered the bar with a purpose today. I'm meeting a friend of mine for a coffee and a chat. She's from England, from the UK. When I arrive, she's already there waiting. We greet and sit down for a chat. We immediately notice that the people around us are straining to listen to the conversation. It's a small town, and although we do have some tourists and delegations going through, a fluent conversation in English is not a common experience, so people are curious. Sometimes people also come up and try and practice their English, which is always nice. Now, my friend is what we would call an expat. She came to Italy looking for a bit of a holiday, a bit of adventure, maybe with a teaching certificate, ended up falling in love and sticking around and becoming part of the community. Now, first of all, I wondered a bit about that word, expat. How is it that English and American people living abroad are expats and everybody else is immigrants? I suppose it sort of depends on the way you see yourself. It always reminds me of a conversation I remember. Another English friend and I were travelling on the train once. We were in the bar coach having a friendly conversation with the bartender, and the bartender mentioned the fact that we were foreign. At this point, my English friend, I'm not sure how much he was actually joking, said, Foreign? Sir, I'm not foreign. You're foreign. I'm English. This, of course, was in the heart of Italy, so it shows an interesting point of view. So I was saying, my friend was an English expat. As we finished our conversation and said goodbye and went off in our different directions, I started to wonder to myself, if she was English, an English woman living in Italy, what was I? It's a question that people often ask me. Do you feel more English or do you feel more Italian? What language do you dream in? What language do you think in? Well, let's start by analysing the facts. That's the good scientific way to do it. So, I was born in Italy to an Italian father, which would make me Italian. But my mother is English and we spoke English at home and immediately my Italian name, Michele, became the English Michael, and then later Mike. At the age of six, we moved to the UK, where I started school, so I learned to read and write in English. There in the UK, I was the Italian boy. We lived northwest of London, near the town of Watford, and indeed the Watford jersey, the Watford football jersey, was our PE uniform. Then we moved on the other side of the pond to Pulaski County, Virginia, where I have very fond memories and very dear friends. And there I finished elementary school and started middle school. My surname, Corradi, there in Virginia became Karadi, so for a while I was the Karadi Kid, which was quite a cool nickname, but unfortunately I wasn't that cool. In the US, as in England, I was the Italian boy. Then, when my family and I returned to Italy as a teenager, I was the American boy for a while. 
and when the shine of Americanism wore off, I was the English boy and then the English man. And my children at school are quite proud of being the English children, although by now they're only about one fourth English. So, how did I answer the question: Do I feel more English or more Italian? Well, I used to say that it depended. It depended on who was doing well in the World Cup. Usually, Italy better than England. It depended on which country had done something recently to be proud of, or something silly to be ashamed of, election-wise, for example. Then, at a certain point, I developed what I thought was the best possible answer. When asked if I felt more English or Italian, I would simply answer that I felt more European. And that answer served me really well for a while. Then. Nigel Farage, Boris Johnson, and their good buddies came along, and Brexit happened. They said, "No, no, no! If you're English, you're not European." And several million British voters agreed with them. At this point, my answer was no longer valid. I was suddenly a victim of Brexit. So that sent me back to looking for a good answer. And I started to think about national pride. Now, national pride means that everyone has something regarding their country, some fact or person or event that can make them proud of being part of that culture, that heritage. But unfortunately, that pride is very often at the expense of another nation. So, if I say that I'm Italian, I can boast that we have Michelangelo and Raphael. But then we cannot boast that we have Matisse, Monet, and Renoir. I could say we have great military leaders like Garibaldi, but then we can't say we have a MacArthur or Robert E. Lee. I can say we have such great literary geniuses as Dante Alighieri, Alessandro Manzoni, Umberto Eco, but then I would give up Dostoevsky, Shakespeare, and my personal favorites, Stephen King and J.K. Rowling. I could say we had Da Vinci, Marconi, Fermi, but that means we couldn't say we invented algebra or have a Thomas Edison or a Madame Curie. So, how could I claim all of this wonderful collective heritage? Well, I finally found the solution. After Brexit, rather than back down from claiming to be European. I thought I'll go one step up. So the next time somebody asks me if I feel more English or Italian, my answer won't be that I feel European, but it will be, I am a human being. Thanks very much to everyone for coming along once again to the bar on this news cappuccino. Just a reminder: this is the last episode that will be on the. Free feed. From now on, if you would like to listen to News Cappuccino, please head over to Patreon.com and look up a history of Italy, where you can become a patron and have access to the episodes. If you don't want to do that, just drop me a line, and we'll find another way of giving you access to the program. Remember, you can always write in at hello at ahistoryofitaly.com. Look at the website to click through to social media. Have a look at maps, 
timelines and anything else you need to navigate our complicated history. Thanks very much to everyone again and talk to you soon. Anzi vai pure a rimediare Anzi vai pure a rimediare Sentire media Hey podcast producers and show hosts, do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy, and we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.